0: This episode of the COVID sessions was brought to you by BALFOBIT! <laughs> Give me a moment's peace and take out the trash! We pay taxes for people to commentate the garbage.
1: Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking ride to the junkyard. Yeah, man. Take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello, and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, a podcast where me, Caleb, and me, Joe, sit down in our home because we're being socially responsible mm-hmm. and because Joe's a little sick right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we watch movies, uh, preferably bad movies. Uh, Joe, what did we I'm watch? The hot Trash variety. Yeah. We watched Satanic Panic,
0: directed by Chelsea Stardust. Such a great name. Oh, such, so great.
1: The Liverpool Meal Basin. It's outside our zone. I'll do it. Are you ready to make an investment in your future? Yes! Are you ready to take back what you are owed? Yes! Are you ready to fully commit yourself to Satan? Yes! Who are you? I'm the pizza guy. A oh,
0: girl? Are he by any chance? A virgin?
1: Joe discovered this movie about three hours before we saw it. I was trying to find pizza,
0: and uh, then I scrolled Facebook, and I guess, you know, the algorithm did its job, and it showed me a movie about a pizza delivery girl who gets abducted by Satanists.
1: This is on Shutter. It's from Fangoria, uh, the production side of Fangoria Magazine, the popular horror magazine. Uh, and it's simple, and... Uh, fires on all cylinders simple and effective <laughs> yeah simple and effective that's a great way of putting it joe what is this movie about
0: well uh to get a little more detailed there's a pizza delivery girl her name is sam it's first day on the job she's bright-eyed ready ready to just get on the job and she delivers some money to a rich neighborhood or some money she delivers some pizza to a rich neighborhood and turns out they're satanists and they're on a mission to kidnap her because she's a virgin and Satan needs a virgin womb to enter the world in too yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's that simple. Uh, she teams up with a, another girl who happens to be the daughter of the lead Satanist and they kind of fight their way out at points. There are twists, there are turns. There's some really fun and goofy practical Ooh, effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I think the highlight of this movie, kind of the center point, for us at least, is the lead cultist, who is played by...
0: Rebecca Roman, otherwise known as Mystique from X-Men 1, X-2, and X-3, The Last Stand.
1: And about three seconds in X-Men First first Class. class. We are both pretty big X-Men fans. Fox X-Men. But it was... It's... She's not a big name actress, but it was simply it's, delightful seeing her. It's
0: big enough to raise an eyebrow and be like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like we didn't recognize her at first because she wasn't blue, but yeah. what Roman does is she kind of sets a good like bar for the performances in this movie. Nice foil. Yeah. There are some, most of the other cultists in like villainous antagonistic characters are a little bit more over the top. Sam, obviously being the the lead is a little bit more grounded. She Roman finds that nice middle ground between the two.
0: It is a perfectly straight delivery of some of the goofiest and, buzzword satany lines you can possibly have
1: it's it's buzzword satiny, but it's also like multi-level marketing oh yeah, yeah, yeah like we are going to take what's ours you don't
0: motivational speaker at the same time
1: you don't get a paycheck you earn a paycheck and how are we gonna earn our paycheck by sacrificing to Baphomet
0: <laughs> her direct counterpart in the coven uh arden Marin. she's on insatiable as the crazy mom on that don't remember her name on that, but she's great in that. She's playing almost the same character, but with a touch of Satanism. And she's just off the wall, insane, just fully committing to the goofiness that is this movie. And everybody's committing to it. That's what makes it work.
1: Yeah, there is a sincerity in both, you know, Roman and our lead actress are taking this seriously. And there, there are scenes that like, okay, I feel like these characters are in danger. But then it also is sincere in the fact that we know what we are, guys. We're absolutely silly um, B-movie that's shot on a DSLR, and we're just going to lean into mm-hmm. how goofy this stuff is. It
0: it reminds me. I was making this reference a lot during the movie. It reminded me a lot of Ready or Not, which is what started this podcast.
1: Yeah, a much cheaper Ready or Not.
0: It also reminded me just because Ready or Not had more, didn't really have much of the horror side of it. It was more comedic than this was, um, but it also reminded me of The Babysitter, which um, Sigourney weaving was that Samara weaving Samara. Sorry. Samara weaving. She was also in the babysitter and that also kind of has this kind of schlocky that kind
1: of connective. Yeah. Tissue.
0: It reminded me a lot of both those movies just with how they know what they're in and it's perfectly selling the movie.
1: Yeah. And production wise, like it looks cheap. It's not very like dynamic lighting. Mm-mm. It's very kind of flat lighting. However, there's they some, have some funny
0: camera shots. <laughs> yeah, they have some
1: funny camera shots, some good some like clever editing. They have a couple well-composed shots, and the sound quality is really good. And with a movie like this, I would much rather it, take sound quality over image
0: quality. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's all perfectly capable. I I
1: yeah, I'd, it doesn't no, look bad. nothing.
0: Nothing. There's nothing in this like we're in a big budget movie. I would kind of raise my eyebrows at where it's like, okay, they are working with with what they got, and they are doing it extremely well.
1: If it's one of those things where if they had a more expensive camera and they were doing the same stuff, they'd have to change up the lighting. Mm-hmm. But other than that, these shots would look. These shots would look good. But still, I'm more than fine with that. I've watched plenty of independent films that are shot that kind of stuff. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, don't let the equipment stop you from having a, a fun script, like and engaging a vision characters. and you're just rolling with yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I really do think that Chelsea Stardust had like a clear idea of what she wanted this to be. It never like falters in its goofy but sincere nature. Oh yeah. Are there any specific scenes that you want to talk about? Because in general, I don't think the scenes themselves stick out except for the last one.
0: Oh, the scene where she goes into Steve and Kim's daughter's house or whatever where she meets Judy for the first time and Whitney Moore comes out with the drill on.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Just because I want to recommend this to people, I kind of don't want to spoil moments like that.
0: Yeah, that's fair. All the characters are delight in this. There's no character where I wanted them to be just out of the movie where I was like, you're bringing this movie down.
1: Well, especially because most of those characters aren't in it for that long. Oh yeah. Like it's very economical with like screen time. Like
0: the boyfriend. (laughs) That's 40. Duncan. Duncan, Is that his name?
1: (laughs) That's another thing where I think this movie is, you know, it's, it's about sacrificing a virgin, Mm -hmm. but it never like really dehumanizes her and stuff. And it gives her like some fun moments of agency where like, yeah, there's this creep who's hitting on her. She has control over that situation. And I think that's very endearing and it earns Uh, The movie, like, earns some points for when later in the movie, just because of plot, she has to be put into compromising situations.
0: Oh, when she's telling her backstory and such. I think the scene that that's built around goes on for a little too long. But I also don't think the backstory is trying to get her pity points, because you're already empathizing with this character and kind of rooting for her, aside from the fact that she's the main character.
1: She's felt human, which I think a lot of horror movies kind of forget about with their characters. So it's always refreshing to see that. The end, I don't want to go into specifics unless you have something you really want to say. But it's so delightfully off the wall. Once again, doesn't always look convincing. There's some great practical effects
0: in this. I don't want to spoil too much. But when they make the soul (laughs) flay. The soul is wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Or when she's having to get the guy's soul.
1: Let's pause for a moment here. They make... A soul filet in this movie. They make a souffle out of someone's soul. If that doesn't sell you on this movie, then give up.
0: All the uh, blood effects are pretty fun, like and clearly, clearly cheap.
1: But it's it's consistent and mm-hmm. it looks good up until the point where I think they could make it. So,
0: let's rate this. Oh, are we, are we in the rating phase already? Do you have anything else to say? I
1: feel like there is so much
0: more to say. Well, I, I, this was just a joy to watch.
1: It was, but I think I'm obviously kind of holding us back a little bit just because I don't want to give too much away. And I also just don't want to, like, recite really fun visuals because mm-hmm. I think we'll kind of downplay them.
0: Before we do give a rating, I do want to say, Bloomhouse, learn from this <laughs> with the amount of absolute trash horror you put out. You can add so much more to this.
1: Yeah. Or you know what, Bloom House? Just hire Chelsea Stardust. Give her a movie. Also also that. What do you think works in this movie that maybe doesn't work in uh, The Hunt or Black Christmas?
0: I'm less so talking about those movies because I, I do believe The Hunt worked on certain levels. It just the whole political thing of it made it worse. I was more thinking of Fantasy Island where that had a real opportunity to be f- super fun and schlocky, but they just played it way too straight. They took everything so seriously. It wasn't sincere. It was just this is this is straight, and this is what the audience will accept.
1: It feels phony.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. You have this just this, this wild potential to where you can do all this fun stuff, and you don't.
1: We should bring up that this is this is on the fringes of politics it, because it talks about class and stuff
0: to a certain extent.
1: But kind of brings up this idea. It, it's not a central thesis of the movie, but it is in there. They do have things like you know their their chance to Bahamut mm-hmm. or, or Baphomet, Uh wealth to the rich. Yeah, or- wealth to the rich.
0: Death to the weak. Wealth to the strong.
1: It's not deep, but I think this finds a good space. <laughs> it doesn't for need it. to be, and it, it's yeah. not shoving it
0: down your throat either. This
1: I don't think this movie like presents us with a with like a competent political philosophy, but also it doesn't feel tone deaf in a way that like a black christmas or uh the hunt it's
0: it's the right kind of surface level you understand what they're saying but it's also like you said it's not a central thesis so it's not directing all your attention to it
1: so writing you know i was kind of complaining on a couple podcasts ago about how we haven't had a really good hot trash movie well you know what this you hits it. Now. Yeah. This
0: hits it. This is hot trash in the best sense. I, I forget how we rated villains back when we watched it, but I know it's we've grown fonder to it over time. This is kind of the experience that how I, I guess I've romanticized villains in my head. I don't really ever want to see this again, but I would love to show this to people just yeah. for fun, like Friday night movie nights and just have a grand old time.
1: And I am excited to see whatever Chelsea Sardust does, does next, unless it's TV, just because I don't watch TV. <laughs> and that is several things on her IMDb page. But next time she has a movie on Shudder, I'll watch it.